the Dallas Stars have their backs against the wall heading into Game 4 against the Vegas Golden Knights. And on today's episode, we'll highlight what we can expect going into this game. And we'll also talk a little bit about Stars GM Jim Nill, who is up for the General Manager of the Year Award. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Thursday, May 25th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever you find your podcast. We're always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And of course, plenty to discuss today with maybe the end of the Dallas Stars season of Game 4 of the Western Conference Final. But I do want to start on a little bit more of a positive note, uh, given how negative yesterday's episode felt and how negative some of today's episode might feel. Uh, but the Dallas Stars do have some good news for the organization on Wednesday morning. It was announced that Stars general manager Jim Neal has been nominated for the Jim Gregory GM of the Year Award alongside Don Sweeney of the Boston Bruins and Bill Zito of the Florida Panthers. And it's a nice reminder of how good of a spot the Dallas Stars are in overall if you take a bird's eye view of the organization and where things are at, even though right now, Things are not necessarily bright, and we're not necessarily in a great spot in terms of the Western Conference Final and this current playoff. But the Dallas Stars as an organization seem to be in a pretty good spot overall. The Stars finished with 108 points, second in the Central Division in the regular season. Uh, of course, Jim Nill was responsible for hiring Pete DeBoer, who has come in and changed the dynamic of the team, especially on offense. This is the first time in Stars history that we've had a player with over 100 points in a season. Jason Robertson, of course, had 109. Miro Haskinen had 73 points, which set a new franchise record, or at least Dallas Stars franchise record, for points in a season by a defenseman. 19-year-old Wyatt Johnson came in and put up 41 points, so on and so forth. The Dallas Stars looked like one of the best offensive teams in the league all season long, and a big part of that was because Jim Nill and his staff went out and hired Pete DeBoer. Jim Nill also is responsible for locking up several key players with new contracts. Jake Ottinger, who we're going to talk about a little bit later on in today's episode, Jason Robertson, and of course, Rope Hintz uh, with an eight-year contract. Of course, he also re-signed Miro Haskinen at the beginning of last season. Uh, he's, of course, drafted to some very good players as of late. Wyatt Johnston has been a big hit, and it seems like Logan Stankoven is going to be following a similar trajectory, expected to be an excellent player for the Dallas Stars franchise, probably even as early as next season. He had a pretty good trade deadline, a pretty quiet deadline with only a few moves being made, but Evgeny Dodonov and Max Domi have both been impactful players down the stretch of the regular season and at times in the playoffs as well. 
and all of that to say that these are, you know, a lot of bullet points of really good things that Jim Neal has done over the past season or really over the past couple of seasons. And we'll probably dive into a lot of this in the offseason as well. But again, it's just a good reminder that things are gloomy right now. Things are not all sunshine and rainbows here for the stars as their season is likely coming to an end. But it's a nice reminder that Jim Neal seems to be doing his job well. He's drafted good players. He's picking up good players in free agency at the trade deadline. He's been drafting very well. Uh, a lot of the Stars' future prospects look incredibly promising because of the work that Jim Neal has done. So even though the season might be coming to an end soon, we should be quick to remember that the Dallas Stars should be in this position for the next few seasons going forward. I expect them to be a competitive team in the postseason because of how this team has been built with Pete DeBoer running the offense, especially with this personnel. The, the mixture uh, has been near perfection at times. Of course, now the offense has gone silent a little bit here in the playoffs, but all in all, a, a good spot for the Dallas Stars organization to be in. And Jim Neal, I think, deserves all the recognition in the world for the work that he's done for this organization. And hopefully he will continue uh, to do so as time goes on. Just a nice little ray of sunshine in what has been a pretty cloudy last few days for the organization, especially uh, after Tuesday night's brutal loss and just brutal showing uh, from players on the team as well as the fans in the stands. J just a nice reminder, uh, especially given the bitter taste of things that had to be discussed yesterday and even some of the things that we might have to talk about today and tomorrow. But we're going to move into a transition and talk about tonight's Game 4. Is this the end of the Dallas Stars season or will they find a way to fight back and somewhat salvage the series and force game five? We'll talk about all of that and talk more about Jake Ottinger in particular coming up next. Today's episode of Lockdown Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. I look better and feel great when I wear my Bird Dog shorts. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look incredible and they're comfier than any other shorts or pants that I've ever owned. You can give them a try and they give you the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants, whether you're going out to play some golf or any other sort of sporting activity, maybe a, a casual meeting, maybe you're hanging out with friends and family, whatever the situation may be, Bird Dogs are the perfect shorts or pants to wear. You can check out what they have to offer and get your very own pair at birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. And when you enter our promo code LockedOnNHL, They'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. So don't delay. Do yourself a favor and get the comfiest pair of shorts you'll ever own at birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Uh, big shout out to all the everydayers out there who make Locked On Stars a part of their daily routine, even here. Uh, in what could be considered the worst of times for the Stars this season. Uh, the support and outreach from Dallas Stars fans has been incredible. I know yesterday's episode wasn't a ton of fun, but it's gotten some of the most views and some of the most listens that I've gotten in the past several weeks. Uh, so I know that Stars fans still very much care and are passionate about this team and have thoughts and things to say. So thank you guys for the continued support for every view, like, and comment so far. And um, we're going to continue to produce content, whether or not the season ends tonight or whether or not the offseason begins. Uh, doesn't change what I do, just changes what I talk about. Uh, and what I want to talk about right now is Jake Ottinger, who's been a hot topic of discussion 
throughout the entirety of these posts of this postseason of this playoff run that I feel like Jake Ottinger is starting to draw some unfair criticism. Of course, things could always be going better for a goalie who you know has a sub 900 save percentage who has now been pulled what three four times in this playoffs. Of course, things could be better. I'm not here to say that Jake Ottinger has been performing well and you know people should stop being critical. I think it's fair to always be critical of professional athletes because we, especially, you know, people on this stars team, we love to watch them play. We admire what they do, but at the same time, sometimes criticism is warranted, but I feel like some people are starting to take things a little bit too far. I'm starting to see people online, whether it's in the YouTube comments or on Twitter saying that Jake Ottinger is no longer the answer for the team long-term. And I think that's just a ludicrous take. It's mind boggling to see people say such things about Jake Ottinger. Jake has been held to, to some very high expectations this season, and, and rightfully so after his performance against the Calgary Flames in the last year's playoffs. And I think for the most part, he's delivered in the regular season, uh, having played 62 games for the Dallas Stars. They played 82 regular season games, and Jake Ottinger played in 62 of those games. And, and what can be forgotten even though he's been in the league for a few years now, is he's still a pretty young goalie who's had a lot of responsibility placed upon him at only the age of 24. And if you include his 16 playoff appearances this year, he's now played 78 games, nearly 80 games of hockey. That is a ton of hockey to be played, especially for a position as physically demanding as goalie, mentally demanding too. I mean, it takes a toll on your body. We see uh, tragically, how a lot of goalies' careers end, it's just because their bodies break down and they're unable to perform to the level that they would like to. And it's heartbreaking to see. And I, I'm not saying that that's where Jake Ottinger's at right now, but even at the young age of 24, playing 80 games of hockey takes a toll. And it's it seems like a cop-out easy answer, but Jake Ottinger's got to be exhausted. I mean, he was called upon several times throughout the season, especially down the stretch, to be great for this Dallas Stars team, and he often was. He's a huge reason why the team finished second in the division, why the team was able to beat the Minnesota Wild and ultimately in Game 7 advance past the Seattle Kraken. He's been very, very good at times, but we also have seen here in the playoffs he's looked shaky during stretches. And again, it feels like a safe and easy answer, and it almost sounds like an excuse. I'm not here to make excuses for Jake Ottinger. I'm just here to tell you what I've been seeing, what I've been observing, and I'm sure many of you have seen it as well. I'm sure he's just tired. He, he's exhausted. This is probably the longest stretch that he's ever played consistent hockey in his career, and he, you can only be good for so long, and especially in this Vegas series, his defense has also left him out to dry plenty of times. I mean, he can make some superhuman-type saves, but he can also can only do so much when the defense in front of him doesn't always give him the best options to play defense and to actually stop the pucks from going in the back of the net. And the last two rounds have not been particularly great for Jake Ottinger. I think that this will, however, build his character, continue to build his toughness, and I think a, a sequence like this will pay dividends for Jake Ottinger down the road. Brian Ray, who covers the team on Stars Live, the local broadcast throughout the season, had a great tweet last night about Andre Vasilevsky, who's won Stanley Cups with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He went 4-5 and five and gave up 26 goals in his first 12 playoff appearances. We've seen some excellence from Jake Gottinger in the playoffs early in his career, but now we're also starting to see 
some of the bad. And that's to be expected for a guy who is still establishing himself in this league, still in some ways finding his footing in this league at age 24. So it, I think it's okay to be disappointed and wanting more from Jake Ottinger, but to believe that he's not the future and not fit to be the goalie for this Stars team moving forward, that you're allowing yourself to be a prisoner of the moment. And obviously you haven't been following Jake Ottinger's career where historically we always see him get better. We always see him continue to work his tail off. He always does what it takes to improve himself and get better. And I fully expect that to be the case this offseason. I know he's going to, you know, obviously relax and recover, but he's also going to take the necessary steps to get better and improve his craft and be ready to go for the team next season. I mean, that, that's just what he's done ever since he's been in college, ever since he's joined the NHL, and ever since he's been a member of this Dallas Stars team. He always works hard. He always has that mental resolve. So if you're buying into the lie that he's not the answer or not the future for the stars. I think you're just kidding yourself. And again, you're allowing yourself to be a prisoner of the moment and perhaps overreacting to a few bad performances. And also whether you like it or not, he's going the goalie of the future, at least for the next two seasons with two years left on his contract at $4 million a season. So the Dallas stars are absolutely going to be rolling with Jake Ottinger going forward, which again, I think is the right decision. And these are tough stretches now, but I just given the kind of person that Jake Ottinger is on and off the ice, I know that this is not going to be the standard for his career going forward. I know that he is going to find ways to continue to improve and he's going to be the future for this team in net. And I'm excited about that going forward. And I imagine there are many stars fans who share that sentiment as well, but I encourage those of you who feel discouraged to just take a step back and realize that Jake Ottinger is young. He's exhausted. He's worn out, and he's given everything he's had to this team this season. And even though things don't look great now, I, I know I know that things are eventually going to turn in his favor, and he will be a better player down the road because of this adversity that he's facing here in the Western Conference Final. Well, coming up next, we are going to close out today's episode by talking about Game 4 itself. How do we approach Game 4 after everything that transpired in Game 3? We'll dive into that here in just a second. Today's episode of Locked on Stars also brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit, and it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit, or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com let's ride guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply the Dallas Stars and Vegas Golden Knights going head-to-head -head tonight in Game 4 of the Western Conference Final. And it feels weird to just approach this game for a lot of reasons. The Stars are, of course, down three games to zero, which isn't fun from a fan perspective and I'm sure not fun from a team perspective as well. But even just on top of the X's and O's and what's transpired in these games, it feels weird 
just outside of that, I mean, everything that happened with game three, all the extracurriculars make game four kind of feel like an afterthought. It feels weird that there's still more games to be played. And it makes you wonder what the state, like the mental state of the team is right now in the Dallas Stars locker room. I know Jamie Benn has since addressed the media uh, and, you know, apologized, quote unquote, for his actions, uh, I guess, taking accountability. Although I still would have liked to see him address the media after the game even if it is a typical Jamie Benn media outing where he doesn't have much to say, uh, but just a simple, hey, I made a mistake. I let the team down. I think that that would have done something uh, to kind of save face. Really still not a great look, but he's addressed the media at the time of recording this. We still don't know whether or not he's suspended for game four, but we do know that according to head coach Pete DeBoer, Evgeny Dodonov is doubtful for game four. So the Dallas Stars will likely be without Evgeny Dodonov in this game. Jamie Benn, if I were to guess, probably is suspended uh, by the time you're hearing this either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. I feel like there's a good chance he does not play in this game. And, and so where do the stars go from here? What is the mental state like in that locker room? I mean, you, of course, still have plenty of leaders to lean on. Joe Pavelski's in that locker room. Uh, you know, Tyler Sagan, Roddick Foxa, Ryan Suter, and even guys like Rope Hintz, Miro Haskinen. I mean, you need to see those guys step up. Regardless of the results on the scoreboard, I want to see some fight from this team. Again, I said it yesterday, and my thought hasn't changed. I'm really not confident that the Dallas Stars can rattle off four straight wins against a team as good as the Vegas Golden Knights. But I still do want to see this team give some effort and try. Uh, play with energy and play with aggression, play with passion, but use that in the correct and safe way. Don't do something stupid like Jamie Benn or even what Max Domi did uh, near the middle uh, of game three. Don't, don't, no, no dumb cross checks. Don't put other player safety in jeopardy because you're letting your emotions get the best of you. Play aggressive, but also be smart and don't put your team in a bad spot. Uh, if there is any consolation here, the nice part of a game four having to be played is the Stars have an opportunity, if this is the end of their season, to try and leave a somewhat better taste in the mouth of the fan base because if the season actually ended on Tuesday with game three, there'd be so much more disappointment. But regardless of the scoreboard or, or who wins this game, if the Dallas stars come out and play their game and play hard, I think that that lets the fan base feel a little bit better and maybe, you know, maybe they are able to get a win. And so then, you know, if the season ends in game five or even a game six, you do feel a little bit better. And that that's the nice part about there having to be an additional game played in this series. Uh, it's, to be completely honest, it's hard to get excited to watch game four, but at the same time, it feels weird because I've watched every game this season and it feels odd to think that the season could be coming to an end. And this could be the last Dallas Stars hockey game I watch until the preseason in September. And there is some sadness to that, but, you know, some optimism as well. Uh, there's It's a lot of mixed emotions, and I'm sure many of you feel the exact same way of there's not a ton to be excited for in this game. Maybe they'll get to squeak out a win. Uh, I'm sure, you know, Ticket prices are maybe a little bit cheaper, uh, so maybe some people are getting the opportunity to go to a Stanley Cup playoff game, which is exciting. It's a fun atmosphere, and hopefully the fans are able to behave themselves and bring the energy without, again, making themselves or the organization look foolish. But this, this is a weird game, and, and of course I will be watching, uh, as I've done all season long, but I, I just don't know where my expectations lie. I truly don't know what to expect anymore. Uh, especially with players who could be missing from this game and, and Vegas just 
buzzing at an all-time high right now. It's an incredibly weird game to approach, but I don't know. There's also a part of me that's feeling nostalgic and sappy, if you will, knowing that this could be the last time I get to see the Dallas Stars play for quite some time. So emotions all over the place. Let me know if you're watching on YouTube in the comment section down below how you're feeling heading into game four. How many of you are hopeful that the team can pull off four straight wins uh, and complete the first 3-0 comeback in NHL Conference Finals history? Only four teams have done it uh, in in the history of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but to my knowledge, none of them uh, have been done in the conference final round. Let me know. Let me know how you're feeling in the comment section down below. But thank you guys again for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Stars. For making us your first listen of the day, be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube or on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Uh, you can also find and follow us on social media at Locked on Stars, Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Uh, you guys, again, have been incredible all postseason long. And we're going to continue to produce episodes regardless of what the future holds, whether this series continues on into Vegas for game five or if the offseason officially begins. But I hope you guys enjoy your Thursday. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to one another. Enjoy game four all you can. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow.